What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Manny Garavito here talking about the fall in Miami. It's 2022. The fall has started right after the hurricane passed us by. And now that we're all hanging out with this wonderful weather, I just want to know, what, what are you guys expecting? What are you guys expecting is going to happen in Miami during the fall this year? Well, you can always go with the things that always do happen. Historically speaking, a lot of relatives are coming over, right? A lot of skimpy outfits for Halloween. Okay, check. Um, tourists are going to be flying down to get away from the cold. And you can expect either really hot weather or really cold weather in Miami. It's kind of a gamble, right? The, the weather in Miami during the fall is just one big gamble. It's either an extended summer or something random happens, like a cold front, and then everybody starts talking about it like we've never experienced the cold before. Like when Miami talks about the cold, we've got to let everybody know just how cold it is. And then when people look at the temperature, it's like 74 degrees, <laughs> which is the summer somewhere else. Okay? So on the chat, most, what's up? Kevola Sede. What's up? DeKalf V. Lucci. Sofian, uh, Skara, Saraz, what's up? Mo says, I got a teddy bear fierce for my chihuahua for the fall. That chihuahua is going to be humping that teddy bear in no time. I don't know why human beings want to buy animal toys for their animal pets. Because they're animals, okay? And what does an animal do when something is furry and submissive? They're going to hump it. It's a good thing uh, toys aren't real because uh, there would be a lot of movements happening, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a lot of people would be hitting the streets to defend those toys. Uh, what's up, Club Regina? Welcome to the chat. We're here talking about the fall and what to expect in the city of Miami. Uh, Bia Fernandez, what's going on? So as the tourists are going to start coming over, and I don't mind because I produce comedy events, as you guys already know. And when the tourists come, that means that the shows are going to be even more popular than they currently are with the locals. So that's something to be excited about. I don't hate the, I don't hate the tourists. A lot of the locals do because they're going to be clogging up the streets. They're going to be riding those double-decker buses. And when they're on those double-decker buses, they're going to be, you know, getting loud, pointing at stuff, you know, looking at the buildings. Like, oh, my God, the Freedom Tower is so beautiful. I say, yeah, come on, man. As a local, you know, <laughs> that feeling you get when a tourist starts getting excited over things that a local takes for granted. A double-decker bus starts driving around downtown and just goes, that's the Freedom Tower. And that is where I don't even know the history. Tourists know more about Miami history than I do. They're gonna go right. <laughs> they're gonna go right by the Venetian. They're gonna be like, "These are one of the mansions that one of the wealthy families bought in the city of Miami." Ah, I've been there a bunch of times. I don't even know who owns it. Right? Double decker buses. I don't think it's worth it. I think you can just get on an Uber if you really want to learn about your city. Get on an Uber, and it's really not that difficult to ask your Uber driver about the history of Miami. Now, it'll be free in comparison to buying a tour guide, but the only thing is you've got to learn how to speak Spanish to get a free tour guide from an Uber driver here in the city. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
All right? Don't worry about a tour guide. If you speak Spanish, get on an Uber. ¿Por dónde vamos? ¿Y por qué vamos por ahí? ¿Qué hay por ahí? ¿Cuál es la historia? And they won't even tell you Miami history. They'll tell you history about their people. Oh, es que mi primo eh, vivía ahí. Y había otra persona que no sabía que vivía ahí. Y se acostó con la novia de él. I'm like, oh my God, really? <laughs> and that's all the history you get from an Uber driver tourist, uh, tour, tour guide. History from their personal life. And then that will give you an understanding of what the area is like. Right? NKFL, welcome to the chat. Ferret, uh, Idris, Man, Melek, and a bunch of other numbers. Morad. Um, Mo says, I saw those idiots on the bus in the rain convincing themselves that shit was fun. And why not? Mo, why must you rain on their double-decker parade? Okay? When life gives you lemons... You go on and you have fun with that, okay? I don't blame them. See, here's the thing, man. Miami, you're way too cynical. Let the tourists come over, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Business is going to be better. Let, think of your business owner friends. They need those tourists here, okay? Um, and shout out to all the Latin families that will be getting a lot of uh, relatives coming over during the fall. I'm one of them. I got a lot of relatives coming over. And, um, you know, November is lit. And sometimes relatives come like three weeks before Thanksgiving. Right? Your grandma and grandpa, tu, abuelo y, tu abuelitos no tienen nada que hacer. Your grandparents have nothing to do. All right? They're retired. They've been retired for years. Ayalu says, from Nigeria, I love you. Thank you for the love from Nigeria. Do you love me enough that if I were to visit, I have a place to stay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, stay over my place. I'll never stay over anyone's place after watching the Dahmer series, by the way. Anywhere in the world. I'm even having sec After watching the Dahmer series, I probably am having second thoughts on ever even staying in an Airbnb. Okay? So when you travel here to Miami during the fall, if any tourists are listening to this, how do you feel about getting into somebody's house that they have the key for? Nah, ain't no way. Somebody can give me any kind of drink from now on, and I just think of that series, and I just, I get chills. You know when you come home, or when you come to an Airbnb, someone else's home, and they have like a bottle of wine waiting for you, you'll be like, oh, no, 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 not going to fall for that, all right? I've seen the Dahmer series. Uh, good show, by the way, not going to lie. They, they did a good job. Um... I haven't fully watched it. I'm about, I'm about halfway through. I like it, though. It's a cool show. All right, so anyways, your grandparents don't have anything better to do, okay? They're, they've been retired. They're bored. They're looking, they're looking to see their nietos, so they're going to be coming over, and it's going to be three weeks early, and then they're going to start feeding you. If you have proper Latino grandparents, they're going to start cooking way before Thanksgiving. They're going to start making every day a meal, and then Thanksgiving, is they're going to triple down, all right? Because Iwellers are going to be showing up, on the first day, hell, they might even bring food already prepared with them. And then they heat it up, be like, oh, yeah, you know, they'll probably take it on the plane. Your grandparents bring so much. If your grandparents are Latinos and they're visiting from another city, when they arrive, they've got to check in their bags full of food <laughs> that they've already had pre-made. They're going to have a lechon in a, in a duffel bag, ready. <laughs> 
All right. Speaking of Dahmer, your grandparents will get that lechon and lay it out on the table, and they will dissect all its portions like a Latino Dahmer. All right? Pig snout and all. They're going to start cooking up that skin, make it nice and crunchy, take off that pork shoulder, make pernil in the oven, all right? And then they're going to stuff it with yellow seasoned rice. And then now when you look at that pig laying on the table as your grandparents work on it, sus abuelos, sorry, not grandparents, sus abuelos, as they work on it, you're just going to be thinking of that Dahmer show, right? (laughs) How could you do such a thing, Grandma? Your grandma will peel open a pig like it's all good. Props, Grandma. You've got an iron stomach. And uh, shout out to all the people that have been married into uh, families that are really large. That, that, those are one of those things that I will never understand as a non-married person. If you marry into a big family, and uh, let's say you know you love your wife, I'll get in the, the husband's shoes in this example. Let's say you love your wife, and during the fall, you've got all these people showing up at your house, all right, that you are half, you're, you're, you're a signer with, you're a co-signer with your wife, right? But since you've got the house 50-50, you now have all these people that you've married into. And those are, these are some of the things a lot of men don't think about when it comes to marrying someone. Because when they marry someone, you know, it's like, oh, it's the love of my life. I'm going to start a family with her. I'm going to treat her right. She's my queen. But wait a second. Why are there 18 cousins in my house every fall? <laughs> right? And Latin- And if you're, like, if you're both Latino, your family is way too big for you to fit in your house during the fall on Thanksgiving. So now you got to go through that awkward situation where it's either everybody should be able to afford their own hotel or Airbnb, which I don't advocate because hotels are very expensive. They arrive really early, three weeks or so. You've already got, I've already got relatives flying over here no, in no, November 1st, ready to go for the holidays. Like it's, you know Thanksgiving is in like November 23rd or something like that, right? What are you doing here 21 days early? So now you're in an awkward situation where your family is way too big, and then now they've got to live in your house. So when you wake up every morning as you, you know, you're trying to make breakfast, you then have to make breakfast for everybody there? See, these are some of the things you need to start planning for in Miami. The fall is coming. Are you ready for your relatives? Now, me not being married, not having a big family, you know, I'll go out to the clubs, right? I'll escape my relatives. Everybody escapes the relatives during the fall, okay? Because for some reason, when the weather dips in Miami, everybody has to go out because you want to show off those sweaters and jackets that you usually don't wear. So when you go out and you get away from the relatives, you then start seeing tourists in all these bars and clubs and lounges, right? So whatever, you know, I'll go and I'll dance with the tourists. Where are you from? Texas. Well, show me some of them Texas moves. And then there's something off in those hips. You know what I'm saying? There's something wrong. Just, the rhythm is just isn't there, you know? And it's just like, man, this isn't, there's something wrong with these dance moves. So when you try to, you know, you try to get into a nightclub, you try to enjoy yourself with somebody from out of town, it's just not the same as dancing with a local. 
I don't know. Do you guys agree? Have you guys ever danced with a tourist and then they start playing some Bad Bunny? And then they're just like, oh, my God, I love this song. But they never actually dance to Bad Bunny. <laughs> it's like I hear this song all the time in the radio back home. But now that they're playing it at a nightclub in Miami, now I get to finally dance. Yeah, but you're dancing it wrong. This isn't line dancing. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys expect? These are some of the things that goes through my mind during the fall that happens just about every year a lot of relatives the weather gets all wacky in miami uh a lot of tourists start hitting the streets and start going out what's up george lewis estella santana hgk what's going on guys the fall in miami if you guys are locals and expect anything to happen in the fall do let me know i'd like to learn how your life is like in the uh, october november december these three months of the year are my favorite. Don't get me wrong, but there's a rush. There's a lot going on during these times. Um, I just started uh, seeing advertisements for the, the House of Horror. You guys know this one over in International Mall? Now, when it comes to haunted houses in Miami, I don't really think we have real haunted houses anywhere in the city because not even the ghosts can afford the, uh, the, the, the housing here. So ghosts got to go somewhere else, right? They can't be living in Miami. There's no haunted houses in this city. Every city has a haunted house. Oh, don't go there. You know, some old lady used to live there, and then she got strangled or something, right? Haunted house. Let me see if we can find something. Haunted houses in Miami. All right, here we go. See, these are all attractions. These aren't real. So we got Paranoia Horror Maze. Is this the one in Wynwood? Yeah. Who the hell goes to that thing? You guys ever been to Paranoia in Wynwood? The House of Horror Haunted Ca Carnival. I know that one. Cortez Manor at Curtis Mansion. The Cabin. Haunted Circus Festival at Ludlam Tropical Park. What's up, Bayer? Uh, historic go ghost tours at Deering Estate. These aren't real ghosts. These aren't real haunted houses. These are all just like attractions. I'm telling you, there's no haunted houses in the city. There you go. All right, let's see. Uh, Jay Gillot, uh, fur hat, just uh, juice. What's going on? Musa Suri. What's going on, guys? Man, all right, we got some people tuning in. Big just says the ghost can't afford West Palm or Miami, let alone NYC. There's no haunted places in any of those cities at all. Ghosts only haunt places that are affordable. Okay? Look it up. Look it up. The ghosts don't start, you know, they're not going to help with the mortgage. <laughs> Hell, if you showed them the mortgage rates, if you showed them the, how much a mortgage costs, uh, a mortgage pay. If I were to show a ghost the mortgage payments that I pay, they would be terrified. <laughs> hey, there's a joke. Hey, we got a couple of jokes off this one. I kind of went off the cuff, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go live. All right, so joke number one. <laughs> you guys believe in ghosts? No, man, this is a comedy page. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, the gullibility of some people, really. You guys believe in ghosts? Oh, my God. 
well, you know, I believe in the fall. Oh, my God, you think the world is round? Oh. <laughs> you think the fall isn't big government controlling the weather? The earth is flat, and there's a machine like a, that has a dial that brings the temperature up and down. I meant that as a joke. <laughs> Touche, my friend. There you go. Lost in translation during the chat. All right, here we go. Before I forget, joke number one. Uh, there are no haunted houses in Miami because the mortgage payments <laughs> scared them all. The mortgage payments are scarier. No, the mortgage payments scared them away. That one's better. Yeah, that's, that sounds better. Scared them away. Uh, the second thing is uh, Abuelos will bring food. No, Abuelos living in another city will bring food to visit you. Uh, we'll need some work. But still, you know, we can take it somewhere, right, guys? Abuelos living in another city will bring food to feed their nietos. And then finally, um, your grandma is like Dahmer <laughs> when she prepares a lechon. All right, the last two, you know, we can work with those a little bit, but still, great stuff. Uh, Just a Juice says, uh, the ghost of Fidel is working the drive through at Pollo Tropical or Bird Road right now. Well, I mean, like, uh, if famous people were to become ghosts, um, like, how, how much vanity would that famous person have? So, if you died and you're like, no, I still need to live in this world because I'm a star, that, that's a terrible afterlife, don't you think? Where it's like, but I was somebody special when I was alive. I should still stick around. Usually when ghosts stick around someone's house, it's either, you know, wrongful death. Uh, maybe they love somebody and they still want to see them. But somebody that was famous and still wants to stay famous as a ghost, nobody's got to be thinking about you. TMZ is not going to cover you. When has TMZ went around and be like, the ghost of Marilyn Monroe made an appearance today at someone's buffet uh, restaurant? I don't know. Let's see, celebrity ghosts. Let's see what we can uncover here. <sighs> the celebrity ghosts and infamous ghosts. What's up, Natalie? What's up, Ramerad? Uh, drum and muse. Um, all right, so it says Lucille Ball is a ghost. When Lucille Ball died during surgery... She was still living in her home. Since her death, she is said to remain in the home that experienced a number of strange happenings. New owners tell of unexplained broken windows, loud voices being heard from an empty attic, and furniture, and other objects moving around inside the house. Eh. Al Capone, the notorious Chicago gangster who led the city's illegal activities during the Prohibition area, has been rumored to haunt a couple of locations. 
allegedly when people are disrespectful while visiting his family plot at Mount Carmel Cemetery in Hillside, Illinois, he is said to appear. <laughs> Your time is over, sir. All right, there's none, there's none scary about you. You've got no mob, it's just you. All right? Um, let me ask you guys something. Why, why, why are ghosts... Look, I don't believe in ghosts, okay? Something paranormal does happen. I don't know what. Maybe someone from another dimension. God knows. I'm not going to get into it. But let me ask you guys a question. If a ghost were to live in... If a ghost were to, like, haunt someone... Don't you think, like, if you were able to communicate with them, you would do more than just, like, go, like, ooh, and, like, move shit around? Why is, if I turn, all right, let's say if ghosts did exist and I, w- and I died and I turned into a ghost, all right, I'm not going to show up in my efficiency and start, like, messing with the guy that's living there, right? Don't you think that there's more important things to do? Like, I, I just died, I, I let, let me go visit some cities I've never visited for free, right? You would assume that's what a ghost can do. I'm going to go to Italy. And even though I don't have a stomach, let me see somebody eating some good food. And then watching them enjoy it makes me enjoy it because I'm a peaceful spirit. But when you die and you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fly back to my house and I'm going to start messing with people I don't know. And I'm going to knock over their stuff. Right? And I'm going to start shaking their bed. <laughs> hey, wake up, person I don't know. Like, if I if I was ever haunted by a ghost, I'd be like, oh, my God, can you stop obsessing over me? You don't even know who I am. So, yeah, there you go. There's my riff on ghosts. I don't understand why they have that behavior. What's up, Vince? What's up, Teddy? Anderson, what's going on, man? El, El Midi, Halil, Miami copywriter. Welcome to the chat, everybody. We're here talking about Miami during the fall. Haunted houses. Uh, they bother the living because they have a message. All right, well, why don't they share their message uh, through copywriting? Okay? Copywriters are effective communicators using the, the written word. Okay, why don't they, instead of using the Ouija... Right, and saying, hey, ghost, if you want to tell me something through the Ouija, what is it that you need to say? And it's always, like, something cryptic, like, uh, I don't know, um, soft. What does it mean by soft? (laughs) If you're still here, say yes. And then it just moves to the side, and then it moves to the right, and it moves around. It's like, all right, now i got to, like, decode this. Now, as a ghost, if you're a savvy writer, you can say something like, uh, uh, I don't know. What would a ghost say that's copyright? <laughs> Behave good because you don't want to be. You don't want to end up in hell like I am right now, or hell is lit, or let me know what it's like in the afterlife. Why don't you share with me what the afterlife is like? Right? Why do you got to freak me out in my life? Tell me what your life is like over there on the other side. Is there a god? No. I want to shake your bed. I don't want to answer these questions. (laughs) I want to caress your cheek and make you feel cold. Tell me about the afterlife, right? Teddy Valentine, babe. Boo. 
Hey, just like the ghosts do. Uh, Muhammad, what's going on? Ikrim, Emdal. Uh, they are no longer human. They are no longer can speak like humans. Uh-oh. Is Miami copywriter a medium? Aroba, what's going on? Uh, what if ghosts had a Monster Inc. thing going on? Well, yeah, that's a good point. Like a factory full of ghosts. What's up, Only in Miami? Um, all right, well, now we got some people on the chat. What are you guys expecting to do during the fall here in the city of Miami? It's lit. City of Miami during the fall, man. Um, I know it gets lit. I know it's a very popular city, but I want to know. You guys tell me uh, what we can expect here. By the way, I completely forgot now that I'm streaming live, I, I have a chat box. Okay, you guys are my chat right now. My brother, what's going on? Only in my shout out to Only in Miami for all the support. All right, let me ask you a question. Only in Miami. Uh, what can you expect? Only in Miami during the fall. Cat gal, what's going on? Inez. A lot of a lot of uh, requests to join the chat. Uh, no. The answer is no. All right, so Teddy, there you go. Finally, some feedback here. Uh, Teddy Valentine, babe, says that during the fall, he likes to have sex with his clothes on. All right, great. So what kind of clothes would a Miami person wear during sex? Uh, socks, a backwards hat, and a gold chain. That's the first thing that comes to mind. They'll keep their socks on, a gold chain on, and the cap backwards. And the gold chain will be flopping up and down as they do their thing. That would be a very Miami thing to do. I can totally see that. All right? And the window's open to save on electricity. What's up, Bailey? There you go. Yeah, that's exactly what you can expect during the fall in Miami. Uh, Well, that's what I'm saying, guys. If you guys just chime in. And just let me know what you're expecting, uh, Miami. what Miami's going to be going through in the fall. I can riff off that, but if it's like just off the top of my head, it's just like, all right, well, you know, the relatives are coming. <laughs> this is a show where you guys are also involved. You're part of the podcast, okay? And then whatever highlights we get off the podcast, we then turn it into like little tidbits for um, my new YouTube channel, which, by the way, you guys should totally support. If you like this, huh? If you guys want to be a part of this, um, here let me let me write this down. Follow the new Miami Comedy Podcast channel. Miami Comedy Podcast. There you go. Let's pin that. Uh, do you have a YouTube channel? I do. I just recently launched. Um, a brand new YouTube channel, a brand new Instagram, and a brand new TikTok for this show in particular. So what I'll do is like this channel that you're watching through Instagram is going to be where I do the shorts, like the little skits or whatever. 
Um, and then I'm, I'm migrating the podcast to new channels. So that way uh, we get to separate the content. I've been doing this podcast for many years, by the way. For those that are new, you're welcome to join us anytime. It used to be daily. Um, and the way it works is I just come up with a topic. You guys jump on board and then you just start sharing with me whatever you think you can contribute. All right. Uh, Belly says yes. All right. Thank you, Belly. Appreciate it. Uh, Nicholas, what's going on? All right, here we go. Jay Gillots 9 says, uh, more family functions that turn into adult parties. So when you say it like that, um, I know Latino kids are very accustomed to sleeping while loud music is blaring. If you're Latino, you know what I'm talking about. I've been there. Your parents, especially my father from Colombia, would play music extremely loud. And what's great about living in a neighborhood where everyone else is Latino is they don't snitch on you for playing loud music because they understand you have relatives over. Hell, you might even go in there and hang out with them as a fellow Latino. You know, you knock on the door, you ring the doorbell, be like, oh, what's the problem? Está, está, uh, is the music too loud? Está mucho alto la música? <laughs> la música está muy alta. See, I know how to speak Spanish, but the thing is, like, I got to, like, land the plane to say it right. ¿Qué pasó? La música está muy... muy <laughs> One more time. ¿Qué pasó? La música está muy alta. There you go. I was like, no, yo quiero saber si yo puedo entrar y gozar con ustedes. Sí, como no, entre. Right? And then you go in there. There's, like, four kids passed out, and they pass out. During family functions, they pass out in the most random places, you know, like under the table, on a couch, uh, next to the lechon, right? Just <laughs> the lechon will be laying down, and there'll be a kid laying down next. To <laughs> uh, no, I do speak it. I do speak it. It's just that since I don't do it every day, I, I kind of lose the flow of speaking it naturally. But I understand it very well. Like my Spanish understanding is really top-notch like when someone even when i listen to portuguese like if i someone from brazil uh speaks and i hear them like i know what they're saying italian a little bit too it's just because like i grew up latino so they, they would speak to me in spanish but i would then respond in english so i kind of lost the the speaking ability for it to be as fluid as my understanding ability um kareem what's up uh ness for martinez what's going on uh, Jane Andreo Z. Felix. What's, what's up? What's up? What's up? Okay. All right. How, how long have I been on for? All right. There you go. 30 minutes of back to back. Uh, God knows what, but this is fun. So you were born in Mexico. I get that a lot because of the mustache. I know it's very Zorro ish, but no, I'm Colombian Ecuadorian. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, without further ado, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end this here. Thank you very much for uh, joining me on this episode. Again, if you want to support the podcast, we've got a brand new Instagram. I pinned it there on the comments. We're also on YouTube. Just look at Miami Comedy Podcast. And we're also on TikTok at Miami Comedy Podcast. Same username. Uh, you guys are a part of the show. For next time, I'll try to go live. Keep an eye out for it. And then what you can do is you can also um, uh, chime in into the chat. Give some ideas on some jokes 
And then you might even see the joke turn into a sketch or a Twitter update. You never know. All right? That is it for the podcast, everybody. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.